0: Hey, my name is Kelsey, and this is When I Grow Up, a podcast all about the lessons we would tell our younger selves, plus the stories of everyday people in their extraordinary lives. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you get inspired and ready to take on the world. Whether you're starting a business, growing your empire, or seeking inspiration, I welcome you to the podcast. So pour a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and get ready for today's episode of When I Grow Up. You guys, happy new year. Welcome to 2022. I don't know about you, but I was very ready for a new year. And if you're listening in the future, welcome. This is a great episode where we're going to dive into what it means to hire and outsource for your business, how you know it's time, and how to actually make it happen. So, if you are a business owner and you are growing, this one's for you. So, with the new year, comes a lot of New Year energy, you're feeling a new year, new you, and let me guess, your business is growing. First of all, congrats. You should be so proud of all of you've accomplished in your business. If you are a solo show and you're getting ready for that first hire or that first outsourcing uh, task, congrats. This is a really big deal and you should be really proud of yourself. This, This episode, this moment in your life is an example of you getting out of survival mode and you starting to really thrive in your business. So you should be so proud. But here's the thing, the idea of outsourcing or hiring or growing in general just feels so overwhelming and you have no idea where to get started. And that is why, my friend, I am with you today. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you know when it's time to outsource and hire. I'm going to help you figure out how to make it happen. So first things first, let's dive into a little terminology, a little calciology, When I'm talking about hiring, I'm thinking an employee, either someone who's going to provide the service that your business uh, provides to its customers, or if you make a product, maybe they're coming and helping you ship or make the product. To me, those are hires. When I think of outsourcing, I'm thinking of hiring an expert or project-based person to take off a specific task in your business, and you are still going to be overseeing that person, and that will help you in the long run of your business. But it could also be as simple as implementing a tech or a workflow that you may not even know exists. So, those are kind of the two pieces of growth that I find super important with my clients. And honestly, a conversation I've been having even in 2021 with how to grow for a lot of my business owners. So, here is the next question though How do you know when it's the right time to do it? And the short answer you don't. (laughs) I know that doesn't feel very good, it's kind of unsettling, but how do you know? It's never going to be the perfect time. There is a sweet spot that exists where you are so busy. You have lots of client, you have lots of demand, people wanting to buy your stuff, wanting to work with you, and your time constraint is the only thing preventing you from getting more clients or packing more orders. Congrats, it's time to outsource. But even if you're not quite to that point, this is going to be a great episode for you because I'm going to help you prepare for that time. So first, let's dive into how do you know when the time is right? I have four bullet points for you to consider. Number one, when crucial tasks are falling through the cracks. What do I mean by that? Say uh, you buy someone buys a T-shirt from you, you're a T-shirt company, and you're not able to respond via email or DMs and communication is getting harder and harder. Sure, you may have personal stuff going on, and that may be a separate issue, or if you are just so busy working 24-7 that you don't have time to respond to potential clients, you don't have time to respond to anyone for that matter, it may be time to hire or outsource. Number two, when you're consistently getting new clients or customers, to me, the health of a business is dictated by two things. It's number one, how many people are coming to you who are new? And number two, how many people are coming back because they love you? You need both. It's a lot easier to convert someone who's already bought from you and encourage them to come back and tell their friends than it is to have a brand new stranger, know, like, and trust you via the internet or however they found you. But truthfully, your business needs both to be successful, especially if you're a service based business, because our businesses are built on relationships, long lasting relationships, and you can never assume every single client who comes through the door is going to stay with you forever and ever. So we always have to be getting new people in the door. Does that make sense? I'm hoping that makes sense to you guys. So what I mean by consistently getting new clients is you're doing something right. Your marketing is working. You are at a place where people are hearing about you. People are telling their friends and their families. They're reaching out. They're excited with what you have to offer. Awesome. The reason why we want new people coming to you and expressing interest is that means it will help support whatever financial investment you're about to make, whether you're hiring or outsourcing. So we need to have a certain level of demand there. I don't base this off a number. I think it's so different for each business. And if you want some specifics, if you want to dive deeper into that, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Kelsey Marie Knudson. We'll have all that in the show notes, but I am super happy to help support you through that. So that's number two, is to consistently have those new people reaching out, new customers coming in, because it means your marketing is working, it could probably just be improved. And the other thing, back to number one, if those new people are trying to book and they can't get in, they're not getting responses, uh, you are losing track of who you're corresponding with, that, again, may be time to hire or outsource. All right, let's talk number three. When you've exhausted all other options, what do I mean by that? You you've already taken the courses. You've already listened to my podcast, other podcasts. You have already implemented some new systems in your business and you've tried other things. Maybe you've tried setting stronger boundaries. Maybe you've tried um, taking back a working day or increasing your prices or anything you can do to be more efficient. And it still is hitting this breaking point where those tasks are falling through the tracks, the cracks. Or you're just having a hard time keeping up with your business, you feel like it's kind of running you, then it's time to hire or outsource. And lastly, number four is this you're already working as efficiently as possible, meaning you have an awesome work schedule. You are not only wearing the hat of the person doing the things, but you're also able to look at the big picture. You cannot fit any more clients into your schedule, you cannot pack any more orders or create more product or keep up with the the demand of people needing needing what you have to offer, if you check all four of those boxes, congratulations. It's time for you to figure out these next steps. And before you run away with overwhelm in your eyeballs, I want you to know I'm here for you. And we're gonna next talk through how the heck do we make this happen? Because here's the thing. I want you to get off this episode and go do this. I want you to implement this in your business. I want you to have that time freedom back So that way you can be the boss your business needs and all of the hats don't just rely on you. And the cool thing is some of the solutions may be really simple. It may be just as simple as implementing the right tech or putting together a workflow or system that you just didn't know existed or dumping some ideas off your brain or asking someone to help you run your email. There's so many great ways to support you in your business. You're not alone and you got this. So now we've already gone through the four steps to help us recognize if it's the right time. Check. We've already decided, you know what? Yes, I need to hire. I need to outsource. I'm growing. It's time for that next level of business. Now let's talk through the how. There's a few things to consider here. Sometimes you may go through these steps and realize, wow, I can actually manage it myself. I just didn't take the time to kind of map all of this out or plug in these different pieces that's great. This is why the how is so important because you could go through steps one through four, like we just did and be like, I need help. And then all of a sudden you hop on Facebook or Fiverr or whatever, whatever app you want to try to find help. You may not be looking for the right thing. There are so many different apps. There are so many different types of people and support and employees and relationships that you can have with people to help you run your business that I encourage you to do these next steps before you just run. So let's dive in. First and foremost, create a workflow for every task in your business. I know this sounds so boring, but it's so important because you may recognize some inefficiencies that happen that could be solved with something as simple as online booking. How do I know? I ran a salon for many years. A lot of my clients run salons, spas, They are photographers, service-based people, but I also work with product-based people. And the steps it takes for somebody to land on your Instagram, land on your website, buy or book needs to be really seamless. And you don't have to hold their hand through the process. So create that workflow and start, if it's easier, start with pen and paper, start with drawing it out, start with a Google Doc, whatever process is easy for you, do that. But what I mean by workflow is this, if someone's brand new and they land on your Instagram, what happens between them landing on your Instagram and them either fully checking out and getting your product delivered to them or them fully checking out and coming and getting a service from you? Map out that, pro- that whole process. Are they emailing you? Are they calling you? Are they texting you? Can they online book? Do you send a confirmation? What happens if they forget their appointment? What happens if they need to return their product? Have that whole workflow, that whole journey written out for every part of your business. So you would do it for the client process. So how does a new person interact with your business? What are all the steps? What are the apps? Maybe you do have online booking, but maybe you have to approve appointments. There's so many little pieces. Take the time to sit down and map it out. Same goes for content creation. If you're a small business owner, congratulations. You also get to market your business online because people need a way to find you and refer you. So map out what that looks like. If you are in charge of your business, maybe you have a boutique and maybe you are the one snapping the photos, writing the captions, typing the hashtags, posting it, commenting back, write out that whole workflow of how that happens. If you are someone who plans it ahead, that's great. Write out how that workflow happens. Maybe it's, okay, I sit down, I plan out my topics for five days of the week, Then I pick my five captions and I write them. Then I pick my five photos, literally step by step. If you were to explain to a second grader how this works, create that workflow. The whole point of this is A, it's going to help you recognize if there's any inefficiencies in your processes. And B, if you do outsource or hire, you're going to have to train someone. So guess what? This step happens regardless. And it from experience, it's much easier to have it ironed out before you bring it on that first person. So that way, their onboarding process is so much more efficiently. They understand you and your business, and it just allows for a seamless transition. So that's number one in the how. I know I'm getting really wordy, but this will be so, so helpful with you. Number two, make a list of the tasks that you do, and there should be two columns. One column should be all the things that you are good at and your business needs for you to do. Example, for me, I'm a coach. I'm a business coach. Things I need to do, book calls with potential clients and close those calls. I don't need to be researching what hashtags to post. I can outsource that. So anything big picture, anything relationship building, um, having people on my podcast, recording podcast episodes, writing blogs, those types of things where it's me dumping out my brain and serving my audience. Those are the things I'm good at and my business needs for me. If I'm a hairstylist, that's cutting hair, but that's also reaching out to new clients. That's uh, posting photos on social media. That is teaching my clients how to take care of their hair. That's following up. That's sending them holiday cards or birthday cards. Those special touches where it makes me unique and it's part of the big business and it's part of serving clientele. Congratulations, that gets to be on my shoulders. Now, the second column of this list, is things that you would like to take off of your plate, but your business still needs. And if you are just full of ideas, maybe you're going through this exercise and you're like, Kelsey, I have a million ideas. I need to figure out reels. I want to get on TikTok. I want to get on Snapchat. I need to reactivate my LinkedIn. Stop. (laughs) Stop and keep this list super simple. And if you're still listening and feeling distracted, maybe have a third column of just ideas or future projects. But let's keep it simple with, the heartbeat of your business, the core meat and potatoes, the main things your business needs to function and grow and have, again, that one column that is things that you're good at and your business needs. And then the second column is things you would like to offload, but your business still needs. The reason this step is so important is it helps you really understand what kind of hiring or outsourcing you actually need. Maybe you do this exercise and you have a lash salon and you are the business owner, you have employees, but you're still the number one producer in your business, congratulations, maybe this exercise will help you recognize, you know what, I need to take a step back. Yes, I'm a great lash artist, but I'm a business owner first. I need to be a business owner first. Maybe I take a step back from lashing one day a week and have that be just a business boss day where I focus on being just the boss. And then I can start funneling some of my clients and future clients' to my team so they can grow because I need to grow me so I can grow them. And you can see how this will help you understand what growth your business is needing and how best to serve it because this is not a one-size-fits-all situation. All right, number three ties into number one and two. Once you've done those first two steps, now, now, friends, now is the time to research what options match your needs. So maybe you make this list and you realize, wow, I don't have online booking at all. If someone wants to book an appointment, they have to call or text. We're going back and forth to figure out what time works. They're asking questions like, how much is it? How long is it? And these questions could easily be answered on an FAQ page on the website. If someone DMs us, I'm manually typing every single thing. Guess what? Maybe for you, it's literally just creating online booking. And if you're freaking out and you're stressed out, I'm here to help. This is something I'm very familiar with. Please send me a message. But the point being, it may not have to be hiring someone. Maybe it's just plugging in that workflow that you haven't used before. Maybe it's setting boundaries with your clients. Maybe you're not answering the phone, you know, 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. Maybe you have set business hours and maybe you create a resource on your website where if people want to book, they can or if they have questions, they can visit that. So, how can we use readily available tools to direct people and help them in the process of working with us, whether they're booking or buying? Now, some other options that may kind of come to light here. Maybe you look at, you make that list, you have your whole workflow, you did your little homework, and you're realizing, you know what? I need an assistant. There's just not enough hours in the day. I'm already working, you know, my set four or five day schedule and I just need someone to help be a go person. I need somebody who can just run and implement. Congratulations. (laughs) That is probably a virtual assistant or a social media manager or someone in that realm. And what that person can do is implement. Now, the reason I am really diving into what this person does is because I didn't do this when I hired my first person. I was at a breaking point. I was overwhelmed, overworked, and I just frantically hired someone and they were a great person, but I was not in a position to be leading them yet. So that's why I encourage everyone to do the step one and two of the how, research what the right fit is, and then start to reach out. Because the point is there's a million people who are virtual assistants out there. There's so many people hungry and eager to work from home who can support your business the best advice i can give is be really clear on what you need and really clear on what they can deliver on and make sure that's a match because if you bring on a va if you are bringing if you're outsourcing say just social media or any of those things you are still in charge of that person meaning you should un- understand and know the ins and outs of social media or whatever it is you're outsourcing first so that way if something is falling through the cracks you are aware and you can fix it also if you are hiring that social media person, a virtual assistant, whatever, you still need to communicate how you want your media and marketing to sound. What do I mean by that? Maybe you're having them write captions for you. You should know your own brand voice well enough that you can communicate that to them so then they can implement that into your social media. Because if you don't know yourself and your business enough, it's going to fall flat and they may not understand what you are trying to do, what your goals are, who's your target market, all of those important things. You should be already doing that yourself in your business. If you are just getting started, I think this is something you should figure out first and then outsource later on. And say you already have this. Say, you know, you, you do step one and two of the how and you're like, you know what? I need a right hand. I need someone who can help me strategize, think big picture, come up with new ideas and implement them, take ownership. Maybe you want to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're already editing yourself, everything, and you want someone to just own it. You just want to plug it in, record your episode and have your team manage it. I'm speaking of myself right now, if you can't tell, then congrats, an OBM, a podcast editor, Those people exist and they're a great help, but it it takes the awareness and the strategy behind it to make that relationship work well. And two more things I want to add here. Next up is if you get to the point where you want to hire someone, you want to work with someone, you are ready to outsource, you're ready to hire that person, don't just jump in. (laughs) It's a relationship. Even if it's an app, it's a relationship. There's a million apps out there. What I've learned in my coaching is it's less about what me, Kelsey, thinks is best and more about what you will, you as a business owner, will actually use. So play around if you are trying to work with a human or hire them. See if you can do a trial run. See if you can work together for a month and see if it works. See if maybe you can hop on a call and talk about it. If it's an app, see if there's a free trial that you can use. And set an alarm once that trial's up and really ask yourself if it's helping or hurting your business. And the last point, once we've gone through all these things, we're ready, we're growing, we're hiring, we're outsourcing, whatever it is, we've already mapped out our workflow, we already have our list of tasks. I want you to set and communicate expectations, not only for yourself, but anyone else who you have brought into the the craziness that is your business. Because here's the thing, it is not fair for you to be upset if people or apps can't deliver on your expectations if you yourself never communicated them in the first place. I will say it again. If you did not take the time to map out what your needs are, see what's working, see what's not, and communicate what you expect out of this new relationship, that's not fair to hold them to that lack of communication. But say you do have clear communication. You know what? I expect to meet with you once a month to discuss the social, you know, in this example, I'm talking about their social media person. I expect to meet once a month to talk about our focus for the month and map out social media. I expect you to respond Monday through Friday, you know, then if they don't, you can hold them to that. But it's not not fair and it creates tension that's unnecessary if you don't communicate those expectations or communicate frustrations as they come up. Because hiring and outsourcing. Yes, it helps your business. Yes, it helps you grow. Yes, it helps you be more efficient, but it adds another hat to the mix because not only are you the business owner, you are also a manager of people or tech and you need to think of it that way too. So that's all I have for you. A little bit of tough love to kick off the new year, but these are things I so desperately wish I knew when I was running my own business. I wish I had realized These amazing things exist to help take better care of my clients, to help serve my audience, to help stay on social media and not have to get sucked into the rigmarole of it. And I just, this comes from a place of an experience, but also a place of compassion, because as a business owner, we should not have to be working 24-7. We did not start these businesses to be hustling all the time and making less. And I encourage you to dive into this episode, go and apply it today and I cannot wait to hear how it's impacted your business. So here's the thing. If your business is ready to grow and you're eager to outsource and you just don't know where to get started with all this stuff and you're feeling overwhelmed, I am opening one VIP session and I would absolutely love to have a conversation about it. You can visit my website. It's KelseyMarieKnudson.com slash VIP coaching. We'll have all the information in the show notes. And you can apply today for that one spot for 2022, January. Now, amazing business owner, I encourage you to go out there and be the CEO that your business needs. Step out of the doing phase, step out of the getting stuck in Instagram, getting stuck in the email inbox, getting stuck in the shipping department and the marketing department and all the parts of your business and start to really grow into the leadership role that your business needs and desires. I'm so excited for you, and I will catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap. Thank you for hanging out on this week's episode of When I Grow Up with your host, Kelsey, aka me. As always, I love what I do, and it's because of you. Be sure to check out the website, KelseyMarieKnudson.com slash podcast for today's show notes. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That's all for now. Catch you next time on When I Grow Up.